Hi, I'm Matthew David Rudd. Uh, you might know me as the voice of Panda from Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, you might know me as the voice of Rock Wraithraiser from Tower of God. I was just recently on Toonami a whole bunch as Gaburun in Made in Abyss Season 2. Uh, it's good to be with you today. Hey there, everybody. It's me, Joshua Seth, your host for Voice Over Champions, a show about voice acting for voice actors and people who are fans of voice actors. And as you just heard, today's guest is Matthew David Rudd, who I've nicknamed MDR. We talk about that and a whole lot more in today's episode. Good chat from a successful voice actor in the Dallas market. We talk about Crunchyroll and him moving to Dallas from Los Angeles and how that's all worked out for him. Little heads up, introducing a new segment into today's show, kind of a drinking game. It's going to be the word of the day. Whenever you hear the secret word for each episode, take a drink. Now, if you're underage, it could be a drink of chocolate milk. If you're of legal age, it could still be chocolate milk, unless you're lactose intolerant like I am, uh, in which case it could just be uh, vodka crayon. But whatever, whatever works for you. Anywho, today's secret word is braggadocious. So whenever you hear the word braggadocious used in our conversation, take a drink. Couple of tour announcements here. This weekend, I'll be appearing at TCG Trade Night at the Dave & Buster's in Orlando, Florida. This will be a late night after hours signing at the Dave & Buster's in Orlando this Saturday night from 7 p.m. all the way until 2 a.m. Now, I can't guarantee I'm going to be there until 2 a.m., but the TCG Trade Night event will be rocking and rolling all night long. Then the following weekend, I'll be back in Orlando during normal business hours for the Collectors United show. Technically Kissimmee, Florida, but same difference. And I'm going to be signing all weekend long with a lot of other great voice actors. So if you're in the Orlando area over the next couple of weekends, stop on by one of those events, say hi, and I'll see you there. Now, here's my talk with voice actor Matthew David Rudd. Matthew David Rudd! Oh my goodness! Hello. <laughs> All right, hey buddy. Now, where did we meet? We met at a con, and I'm thinking it was, was it Otaku Fest? It was Otaku Fest in Florida. In Miami, that's right. Miami. That's right. And you had a lot of prints of a panda bear. I did. Yeah, that's, you, that's my popular boy right now. That's your popular uh, voice. And do you, do you identify as a panda bear in, in your normal, <laughs> real human form? Um, you know, what's and funny like, is if... if if you were to ask me like my top favorite animals, um, a panda bear would be up there and, and a gorilla would be up there for sure. Uh, and, and I play a panda who turns into a gorilla when he's angry. So that's very exciting. It truly was. It truly was. I, I, uh, the other show I mentioned tower of God, I played a big alligator Yeah, and uh, he had, he had a big gruff voice and, uh, and then Jujutsu Kaisen was at the same studio and they're like, Hey, we got another animal character for you to play. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's what you'll be known for, like, uh, oh yeah, like would, Frank Welker or to, something. You just do exactly. The, I'd love to animal voices. That yeah, exactly. It's, what's the most disturbing thing you've ever been asked to voice? Oh, the most disturbing character I had to play was a character um, called Benzaiten Garo, 
and he's from a show called uh, Eden Zero. Ah, uh, Eden's he, no, never heard of it. Yeah, he's just he was just a despicable character. Um, you know, I, I have lines as far you know, like line in the sand as far as like I won't accept certain jobs, and this was this was close really? to it. I mean, you mean you have ethics, like professional ethics? Yeah, yeah, sure. Who knew? Um, wow, what yeah, are they? This, this got close to it, you know. It was just like his yeah. his he was a bad guy. He was he was a bad guy, and it wasn't like Darth. It wasn't like Darth Vader bad guy. It was like he has bad morals as far as you know, you know, societal norms. <laughs> what 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 bad guy doesn't? That's sort of what uh, well, leads you know. to the bad behavior. But you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. there's the bad guys that are like, like I said Darth Vader. You know, there's Darth Vader who's cool, but he's bad, and then he has a redemption arc. You know, this guy there was no redemption arc for this no guy. no redeeming quality. No. Yes, but you no. did it anyway. But I did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That tells us what we need to know. Yeah. Yes. So you live in Texas. Are you from there? Um, no, but I, I'm from the Southwest. I, I grew up in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, oh, you and Mark Marin. Oh, yeah. Probably some I, other people. Yeah. I'm sure there's some other people. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't yeah, think I of any. Who else famous came from, from Albuquerque other than the two? Well, I know mentioned. people who live there now. I don't know. Well, Freddie Prince Jr. is from oh, Albuquerque. He, well, actually went to, uh, yeah. he actually went to my high school. Really? Um, quite a, yeah. quite a while before you. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit before me. Um, but, uh, I, I mean, I know like, uh, like Val Kilmer retired in Albuquerque or in uh, Santa Fe, which is just North of Albuquerque. That makes sense. Yeah. From yeah. the type of movies and roles he liked to portray. Sure. Go to the and, high uh, desert. And, yeah. uh, my good buddy, I don't know if you know him, but Greg Baldwin who plays uncle Iroh in, you in know, Avatar. I've, I've seen him at cons that I'm at and I've never had an opportunity to talk to him. Oh, uh, you and I cool were walking past each other's booth so we got to yeah, actually yeah. chit chat yeah. a bit and i have to confess like i'm kind of weirdly fascinated by what's going on in dallas in the voiceover world because i don't oh, yeah. really understand it and i definitely want to get into it and i well, think nobody does yeah <laughs> i think our listeners i mean this is a show about voice acting for fans of voice actors and yeah. people who want to be voice actors and there's a there's a definite opportunity happening mostly because of Crunchyroll as, as I, well, let's just get into it. Like, how did you yeah. get into voice acting and was that before you moved to Dallas or once you already got there? Yeah. So, um, so you asked, you what's know, where your origin from. story? Yes. Yeah. My origin story. So there's this, yeah. this, uh, noxious chemical spill that happened in Albuquerque, New Mexico. No. Oh, like what um, just happened in Ohio. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, and, and, in, <laughs> and in Kissimmee, Florida, it's happening all over the place. It's happening everywhere. There's yeah. going to be superheroes cropping up everywhere. Okay. Um, Hopefully there'll be some good of come to come of it. So, you know, you asked if I was from Texas. No, I'm not from Texas. But after college, I moved to Austin. So I lived in Austin uh, for cool town. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. I lived in Austin for about ten years before, and, and that was kind of when I was dabbling in acting when I first started. Um, did you I ever went go to, to Esther's Follies when you were I there? Did. The yeah. show? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Good show. Magic sure. and Variety—it's um, been there forever. It's a great show. Yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, shows like Comedy Bang Bang and and yeah. those kind of yeah. improv podcast shows. And, I, I and like they would that. All, they would record there, and so I, I've I've uh -huh. seen a couple of live shows there. Um, but so yeah, I lived in Austin for about ten years, and and during that time, I I started dabbling in acting, and um, Funimation was always a thing. Dallas is like a whole different world away from Austin. Yeah. Uh, so, so I, I definitely sent in my demo reels and things like that to Funimation uh, back in the day. And again, this was like 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Oh, wow. When um, they were a very young company. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, but so, so, you know, at one point I decided that Texas just, there was a ceiling, at least in Austin, there was a ceiling as to what I wanted to do. And mm-hmm. so I ended up moving out to California, moved out to LA. Oh, you and, did? Yeah. yeah and, and that's where I got my start in, in voiceover, at least, uh, you know, I had done, I had done some short films and I had done a couple of TV shows. I was on uh, queen of the South and, uh, an American crime, a couple of shows that were filming in Texas at the time. Mm-hmm. But, but other than those kind of, you know, one day guest star kind of roles, I felt like the, the Texas environment, you know, at least for voiceover was not, was not, you know, as, as lucrative as it could be. So I, I ended not up as many opportunities. To, yeah. 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 I ended up moving out to LA and, um, you know, in pretty short order was able to book some cool stuff. Uh, I was on Jojo's bizarre adventure pretty quickly. Um, started working with bang zoom and started working with studiopolis. The, the studiopolis is, is the company that, uh, or the studio that does uh, jujitsu Kaisen and yeah, Jamie's studio. tower of God. Yeah. And, uh, and, you wait, know, wait, had... let's back up, let's back up a little sorry, because sorry, sorry, most yes. people that move to LA and want to be an actor or a voice actor, they don't start working right away. Did you have an agent? Uh, no, I didn't. Um, it was, it was a total leap of faith. Uh, so what I tell people, I was, I was older. I was, I was 34 at the time. I think that we moved. Oh, maybe so old. Yeah. Very, very old. Yeah. But well, so you'll, you'll appreciate this as a fellow, you know, gray hair, but like, <laughs> you I don't have any enough. gray hair. Do you dye your hair? No, I don't. It's just the lighting is so Matthew uh, so David dark. Rudd, come clean. I would never dye <laughs> my hair. Look at this beard. Really? Um, just good genes, I guess. um so so i was 30 like i said 33 34 when i moved Mm -hmm. out there and what i tell you know new actors all the time is uh i was old enough to write a good email you know i was old enough to make a good impression to Mm -hmm. to know how to yeah no i do get that how how to have a conversation with a casting director that didn't sound like i was you know starving for attention that kind of thing um and i I think that really yeah I, i think that really helped you know propel me faster than maybe some other people. I, I had the maturity and the life experience to um, to get a job, you know, to, to know how to get a job. And I think that's uh, a great so, point, actually. Yeah, the people skills and, yeah. the, and the self-awareness to yeah. know how to how to interact with uh, <laughs> the people on the other side of the glass there. The yeah, casting yeah, exactly. directors, producers, agents. And, and yeah. you know, something else that, that was a benefit to me, I, I went to art school. Um, so I wasn't always going to be an actor, but I got into filmmaking when I was in art school. So I had experience with editing and, and creating demo reels and, and editing my audio and, and all that sort of stuff. I had recording equipment. Um, so wait, when you say art school, you don't mean like visual drawing and such? No, I do. I do oh, a lot as the, well. Yeah. A lot of the prints that I do for my conventions that you, you saw. Are, oh, that's are my right. Own, yeah. You, you actually do a lot of arts and crafts to make them all sparkly and such. Yeah. 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 And I was like, how do you do that? And thinking that there's like, and a, I was like a service. No, Shh, you're don't... like, it takes all this work. You basically broke it down for me. And I'm like, never mind. <laughs> And here I am on the other side, like, don't tell anyone they're going to think I'm like, I'm like, no, it's it's, guy. And you're like, no, it's too much work. No, it's the opposite. If people knew how much actual time that you personally put into these prints that they're getting that are, they just look, some of them, you know, they just look different. They have overlays and you've, you've actually physically altered the, the texture and look and feel of them. Yeah. Yeah. Of the prints. It's not, you're not just, you know buying yeah. a print you're actually making a print so from the from the artwork and design 
to the physical texture and look and feel yeah, yeah. of the thing. You're you're an artist. You're I am. You're, you're a real like artist. I said, like I said, I th I think a lot. Oh, thank you. You have a soundboard. Well, That's of course I do. How am I going to do this? <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> but but I think you know to answer your question, I th I think that background really helped me. You know, it was. I had this entrepreneurial spirit, you know, mm -hmm. I was an artist, mm -hmm. I was used to selling myself and selling my work and, 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 yeah. and communicating in that way. Um, I was just having the same conversation with my wife last night, you know, I've, I work with a lot of new actors, and I teach voiceover classes. Mm -hmm. And that's just something that I'm seeing that, you know, when you have that kind of spirit, that kind of understanding of how to get a job, how to sell yourself, how to, how to sell your work you just move a lot quicker through life than than a lot of other people. Yeah, absolutely. Where I grew up in yeah. Ohio, it was considered braggadocious or braggy, you know, to toot your own horn and right. and to talk about, you know, what you have to offer and what your accomplishments are. And I, it was a real mindset shift that I had to get over. First, when I moved to New York City, because I went to art school there. I'm not uh -huh. art, like you did, but performing art school. To, performing I went to teach. Yeah, and, and I, I had to very quickly learn that it is completely necessary to oh, tell yeah. people what you're bringing to the table. And uh, yeah, it was a, it, it's a, a cultural thing that well, and, and, and you know, part of, part of that, that learning, part of that learning experience, I'm sure that you, you had as well is it's a fine line between, like you said, braggadocious, like showmanship on, on your social media or on your personal life or whatever is a fine line between that and what you really want to do, which is promote yourself in a positive manner that makes people want to work with you. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's because it's better to show than tell. That's really what it comes down to. Sure. And that's sure. why I, personally, I prefer agents and representatives to do the telling and for me to do the showing. Right, right, right. Initially, um, both are important. So you got to LA, you, you pitched yourself and it worked and you started getting... <laughs> And you started getting work, and then you yeah. let, why did you were there for ten years? You said, no, 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 no. I was in Austin for ten years. Oh, Honestly, Austin for ten I, years. Yeah. The crazy thing is, you know, if I if I had my way, and I and it was just about me, I would still be out in L.A. Um, I really? love Cali. I love California. I, mm -hmm. I felt like growing up, I always wanted to live there in the first place before I even the had dream. any. Yeah, before I had any aspirations of being an actor, but just the weather, the the culture, the you know beaches, Disney, mm -hmm. you know, it just, it all speaks to me. Um, but the, the fact of the matter is I have a family. I'm, I've been married for 19 years. Uh, well, not, not, I've been with my wife for 19 years. Oh, thank you. What's the secret? <laughs> um, it's that fine line between braggadocious and, uh, and uh, <laughs> self <-promotion>. not. <laughs> <laughs> 19 uh, years. So you've procreated by now. Yeah, exactly. So I, I have a family. I, when I was in LA, um, we had a three-year-old and he was five by the time, you know, we left, we had a number two on the way and, and it was the middle of COVID, you know? And so again, if, if it were just me and I only had to care about myself, I would still be out there. However, through this, you know, cosmic set of circumstances, you know, we needed a, a more affordable place to live. Mm -hmm. Everything was going remote with recording for like mm -hmm. a two year time span anyway. And Crunchyroll opened up this brand new like state of the art facility. You, you didn't know Dallas. it was going to go remote for two years. And I don't think at the beginning of the pandemic, Crunchyroll had opened that facility. No, no, no. It was yeah. like I said, this cosmic like Everything, alignment happened a for me. Confluence of yeah, fortuitous I, 
events in the life of yeah. Matthew David Rudd. Well, and and you know, if if you had my wife's end of the story, I she dragged me kicking and screaming. You know, I I was not a very pleasant person for a while. It was while. her idea. Yeah. Well, well, she she got a job offer, and and oh, you know, very, she has a real job. Well, you know, she has the the forethought that I obviously didn't, but it was like, yeah, mm-hmm. we need to be able to afford to raise our kids and yeah no doubt you know that kind of thing i I totally get it i have two kids and i live in a i love my little beach community here in florida but you know it's hard enough (laughs) raising multiple little children now add to that the the stress and headache of being in la traffic you know all day day long and the additional you know uh, living expenses and just the pressure cooker that that is la no i I, i'm i'm right there with you but on the other hand you do lose out on on work opportunities, you know, by not yeah, physically well, being there. And, you know, like I said, through this, the, this set of circumstances, I was fortunate enough to be coming to Dallas at the exact right time in my career. I already had some good credits under my belt. Yeah. Crunchyroll was opening up this brand new studio, uh, inviting people back in. And yeah, I mean, like I, I, I feel like the luckiest person alive that, that this career has been building in the way that it has given the way that the doom and gloom that I thought was going to happen mm-hmm, leaving California, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It was yeah. good timing. 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 Exactly. So, <laughs> sidebar. Yeah. Sure. Uh, why don't you go by MDR? Um, Cause that would be that braggadocious side. Like, I think that's really cool, but uh, and, I, like, and I let, why not, I, why not design like a little <laughs> logo for yourself that just says MDR and then put that on all your promo at the cons and things. And you are recognized by just your initials. It elevates yeah. your star status, baby. Well, you know, it's funny is that that has come about kind of naturally. I mean, you started calling me that obviously. Um, yeah. I, I, oh, oh, so I kicked it off and now, no, and no, now no, it's no. a thing. Wow. But, it's, it's but it is a thing. Like people, yeah. people start calling me that the directors at Crunchyroll refer to me as that often and it's a bit of it's a bit of a you know ribbing like in the sense that oh he's got this ridiculously long name that that everyone's or that has got on his credits but um but at the same time I think it's cool to have some initials if I if Twitter would allow me to have the three letter name I would be MDR for sure it doesn't I don't think so or somebody else already has it maybe I'm just talking out of my butt right now I don't (laughs) (laughs) check it out check it out yeah all right all right. Uh, next, <laughs> I I looked at your website. I actually research all of my oh. guests here, and oh. I was surprised and hey, delighted. I, I don't have a sound. To, I don't have a soundboard, but you could just use That's your hands, yeah, 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 to clap. Um, uh, I was surprised and delighted to see a video on there of you doing a lot of celebrity impressions. Could you do some of those celebrity voice impressions for oh us my now? Gosh. I don't know. I well, I mean. I feel like that's why I got into voiceover in the first place. There's something about me. Well, there's something about me that, and and I kind of, so another part of my life, the 10 years that I lived in Austin, I was a, I was a teacher. I was an art teacher uh. and something, something that I learned that I didn't really have the, the, um, you know, the vocabulary to explain when I was younger is there are people who learn auditorily, right? They, they learn by right. listening. They which don't is learn me, by seeing, which is a yeah. lot of voice actors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I would—I was that kid in school that would totally just not be looking at the teacher whatsoever. I'd be drawing or doing whatever, but I would retain every bit of information. That's that they were great. Yeah, and I would totally—I would get in trouble all the time. They'd be like, "Stop doodling, stop doing this." But it was like I, I could tell yeah, them exactly you know, what they just said. And <laughs> that's so and, interesting. You say that. So my son—he's a tiger. He's eleven, 
He's an yeah. electronic musician already. You you, you know, sure. I look up Tiger Seth on any streaming uh, platform and, and you'll find it. He does the same thing. His his papers from school have little drawings and doodles and things all over them. And he's I know he's not looking at the teacher right. because he's drawing, but right. he does it very well in school. So I can't complain about it. And yeah. it, I didn't put I never put that together until just this moment. It's because he's a musician because he's right. musically inclined. So he's listening to the music of the words that are coming out of the teacher's mouth instead of yeah. looking at them in order well, to incorporate that you, information. I guarantee you he's like me where he could point at one of those doodles and be like, oh, when I drew this, the teacher was saying this. You know, it's, mm. it's that kind of like, that kind of like mind memory. And, and like you, he's left-handed. Oh, nice. Yes. Your son sounds like the perfect gentleman, you know? <laughs> Such a good well, kid. I don't know about he's, <laughs> he's still 11 and he likes to skateboard and pick on his little uh, sister. So I wouldn't, yeah, you know, I wouldn't go that far. You're, but... you're describing me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, so. Back to your initial question, I think because of that, again, I didn't realize this at the time, but I've always had this ear to mouth connection where it was just like, oh, mm, I could hear mm -hmm. and repeat, hear and repeat. And yeah. and just like your son, I, I played music my whole life and that was part of it too. I never learned to sight read music. I would hear and then I Is would it drums? around. I play drums. I play guitar. I play, um, I play bass. You know, mm. it, it was mostly guitar and, and bass at the time. But since I've played drums, I play a little piano. Mm -hmm. um, but it's all it's all by ear. And and that's not really? again, that's not the brag. Never had it's a lesson. Actually, no, never had a lesson in my wow. life. Um, and, and again, not to brag, but it's it's that that learning style. I could not physically sit down and read music because it would just not work for me. It, I have to hear huh. it and I have to process it and then I have to play it. And yeah. so in the, in that way, growing up listening to Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, I, I would sit there and I'd be like, good morning. How are you? You know, there we go. John Kimball. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> And I always talk to people about like, because anyone who does a Schwarzenegger impression, they they immediately go to like, oh, it's me, I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know. That yeah, kind of they thing. push it. That's not how he talks. He's like, he, he just flattens out his vowels. He's always talking about more. I want more of this. I want more of that. You know, come and see me. I'll do this for you. Good morning. Did you, you know, ever have a chance to use that or any of your other impressions in in a, an anime or an actual project? <sighs> the closest. <laughs> so. I was I was so fascinated and enamored with Jeff Bridges in True Grit. You know, it's uh, That's very specific. I, I, that's the kind that's the kind of voice that I'm drawn to, right? Okay. So so he he's he's almost unintelligible, right? And he's doing this kind of thing the whole time. He's like, oh, it's me, yeah. Rooster Cogburn, doing this and that. Oh um, yeah, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I always think of him in Starman. If you hear Jeff Bridges, you know, he's a little bit more like this. He's got some squeaks in his voice and his he's a little bit more like the big Lebowski, right? But yeah. um and if, especially as he's gotten older, like he Say he the dude abides. I'll bet you could hit yeah. that by bringing it down a little. Yeah, yeah. But but in true grit, you know, he's just he's just oh, I'm doing this and it's like all about this gullet thing going on and you know that kind of thing. Um and so that specifically when uh was it my very first it was in the year when I was getting my very first voiceover work when I was still in Austin, Texas. Um, I was there was a group of guys who set out to make a spaghetti Western. And uh, are, are you familiar with why they call them spaghetti Westerns? Because they were uh, done on the cheap in Italy. Right. So they would go, you know, Clint Eastwood, all those guys would go to Italy. They would get cheap. Wait, I get a little. Ding. We're hitting that one. Right. That, yeah, that is correct. <laughs> yes. Um <laughs> So, so they would go to Italy, 
they would they would hire Italian actors. So basically, everyone there was Italian except for Clint Eastwood huh. or whatever. Right. Yeah. And they would shoot. They would shoot without audio, and then they'd come back to the states, and they'd have all the American actors dub over the Italian actors' right. voices. Like in uh, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, all those kind of yeah, yeah. Movies. So, oh, so wait, you know that Quentin Tarantino movie. Uh, had an aspect of that in it historically the, the, the last one he did the uh, what was it uh, one night in hollywood or something like that one, oh was it okay yeah that i'm gonna look this oh, up they, while they, you're, they were making they were making a film uh, in that style in the oh movie. you've not seen that movie i haven't seen it uh i read the book that he he wrote a book about it too uh there it is it's once upon a time in hollywood yeah yeah and the it traces the the career of this like Western star uh -huh. that okay, is yeah, so that now he, he, he is out of favor in the States. So they're uh -huh. like, well, go to Italy and make them in Italy. And they, they basically do what you're talking about. Yeah. So, so this, you will find this out about me, Joshua. And I think you're probably the same way, but like to answer your question, I'm going like in 5,000 different directions. Um, but, but, the one time that I got to do an impression and it was that Jeff Bridges kind of style impression was a, a, a set of gentlemen, like I said, were making a spaghetti Western in Austin early on in my career. And they hired me to be, you know, seven, eight, ten voices in the in the in the movie they were making because mm -hmm. they were dubbing over the Italian mm -hmm. performances. And one of these guys was this big, burly, bearded dude, uh, and he was the sheriff uh, of the town in uh, in the Western. And um, and he had this crazy thick New York like Brooklyn accent, mm -hmm. you know, so he was like, get over here. You know, he didn't he didn't sound anything like like a, a cop in the, or a sheriff in the in the Western times or whatever. Um, so I went in there and I did my Jeff Bridges thing. And so, uh, you know, he's in there going like, oh, shit, what's going on over here? You know, that kind of thing the whole time. And it, it's good stuff. <laughs> and you did a bunch of voices. You know, one of the voices I would want to do in a in a project like that would be uh, like an impression of the guy that he was in Blazing Saddles, but he was also in so many of those old Western, and he kind of talked like, I don't know, the well, sheriff's, yeah. 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 <laughs> they, the, sher <laughs> the sheriff's not here right now, and I don't know, I have the authority. Yeah. <laughs> that kind like, of uh, fellow. From, uh, from Robin Hood, the, the cartoon, right? Like, oh, Men in tights version. So what's, what's going on over here? Yeah. <laughs> that right. kind of thing. Yeah. A lot of fun. I don't know if that types. would be pushing it too far. That'd be, you know, they were oftentimes with live action stuff, they go for like more nuanced performances. Not to say my yeah, Jeff Bridges yeah. well, impression who wants was to nuanced, do that. That's yeah, no yeah, fun. Exactly. <laughs> All right. And now it's time for the lightning round. Lightning round. Is Sponsored there a by, rule? By this drink that I keep drinking. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> now we got to start over. The lightning round. Is there a role you've always wanted to voice? Yes, I've always wanted to be an X-Man, um, specifically uh, Colossus. Who's your favorite voice actor? Oh, uh, Jeff Bridges, not a really a voice actor. What's a voice actor? You, It's the lightning round. You got to answer quick or the bell comes. A voice <laughs> actor. What is a voice actor you'd love to work with? Uh, 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 Clancy Brown. What's your favorite voiceover role that you've done? Rock Wraithraiser, Tower of God. What's a project you'd love to work on? Uh, didn't we already say that, X-Men? I gave you a second chance. What okay. is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? Uh, it's, it, is it with a coconut or without a coconut? That would be laden. Wrong! <laughs>
And that has been the lightning round. Man, All I'm right, terrible. now it's time. I'm terrible at the lightning round. Yes, <laughs> it'll it'll make for a great Twitter <laughs> clip. <laughs> so now it's time for a new segment. Let's talk tech, but sexy. Okay. Uh, ooh, let's talk tech. <laughs> yeah, tell us about your voiceover booth. Oh well, I have a custom crafted. Should I talk like that the whole time? Yeah, that's the idea. When I when I moved to Dallas, Texas, I built my own about eight by ten space where I yeah, have, he's a handy man, folks. Yeah, I am an artist. He an artist built it himself, building and and uh, finishing work. Yeah, uh, nicely insulated foam walls with foam walls with uh, carpeted carpeted exteriors. Ooh, I have, carpets. I have bass traps in all my corners because, as you can tell, I have a bassy voice. Trap um, that bass. <laughs> I'm working on a Shure KSM32 large diaphragm condenser microphone. He's got that large mic. <laughs> that big old mic. That's and I right. run it through a DBX-286S preamp. And that then sounds my... fancy. And then through my SSL2 digital audio interface. Hey, that's the same interface I've got. We're talking the same language. Yeah, baby. And that's been Let's Talk Tech, <laughs> but sexy. Was that the sexiest Let's Talk Tech ever? Well, we'll let the we'll let the fans decide. Okay. Let's, we'll we'll let the internet vote. You're the first guy. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. Done it too. So we'll bring in you know. So we'll new, learn a lot about new, your demographic. Whole new level. Right, yeah. exactly. A whole new demo of yeah. yours. That'll, uh, that'll be into that. All right. Uh, and now it's time for questions from the fans. Ooh. Do I have I gotta, those? Well, we'll find out. I, you know, okay. I, I posed the, the question. I made the post on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, which for the listeners and viewers, if you're not following uh, me or the show yet, uh, you can just scroll. Scroll down, check out the show description or show notes, and those links will be there, as well as Matthew David Rudd's links for this episode. So if you're already following, you would have seen this post yesterday that I'll be interviewing you. And on Twitter, let's see, ooh, 2,090 people have already viewed that oh, post. Wow. And the first question is from Michelle, who says, that is not a question, Michelle! It says, yes, one of the best, many exclamation <laughs> points why do your fans love you so much that could be a question uh because i'm silly and i and i like i said i ride that line of being braggadocious but but not because i'm just a goofy old dad no uh i don't know i don't know man i love that yeah. they love me and i love them i love talking to people as you can probably tell. i think it's because you look a little bit like you got that kind of bad boy look going yeah. on but as soon as you open your mouth we're like oh he's just a cuddly little panda bear yeah, who's a uh, silly goofy uh dad exactly. oh, yeah yeah uh israel says also not a question he will be the best choice it's true better than uh, all the other choices you've all made the other about. choices i had to interview somebody <laughs> at this particular moment on this particular day oh how about this uh well uh a s asks what characters does he want to play so we could open that up a, a bit and yeah i mean others that I, you haven't mentioned already you know i'm a big guy and i have a deep voice and uh and i play a lot of bad guys in my in my career which is fun uh because mm -hmm. Because I'm not a bad guy, you know, like as you were just alluding right. to, you know. Uh, you look I, like I, you could be. 
I but you don't sound like tattoos. it. Look at them. Oh, they're all yeah. over the place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so that really feels like acting to me um, when I when I get to play a good bad guy. Uh, a so, good bad guy. A good bad guy. Yeah. Um, one, one with some redeeming characteristics, apparently. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to think off. The, you know, when when you ask me that question, who would I want to play? No bad guys pop into my mind, which is interesting. Oh, a lot of my okay. career is bad guys. But yeah, uh, like I said. So, so my family is is Russian, you know, back, back, back in the lineage. Um, yeah. And and I've always had a fascination with uh, with Colossus from the X Men. I brought him up earlier. I grew up reading X Men, and so any of those characters, like I, I actual feel like, Russian um, or one of the ethnicities that had to leave and form a diaspora. Well, so so. My family's my mother's side of the family's Jewish. Uh, that's what so, I was getting at. That's what we. Yeah, that's yeah. what. Hey, we're oh, probably yeah, yeah. We related. Yeah, yeah, we're both. So, yeah. So well, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but Romania, Russia, Poland. You know, I have mm-hmm. I have family sure. from that Eastern region European. of the world. Yeah. And so, whenever I see a good Russian guy, uh, a Colossus of the X Men, or something like that, with a little sister to take care of, you know, I, I, I would love to to dig into that and and. Again, part of that sort of acting. Yeah, something thing. where he might drink vodka, but not set sure. house on fire with said vodka. I might set Wh- house what on fire, it vodka, it would be accident. It would be it accident. It would be accident, who's to say? <laughs> Things happen, you know. Fire right. is not all bad. It's broken <laughs> renewal afterwards. Yes. Masha and the bear, not, that's what you could be. It's not could bad be guy. He's yeah. not bad guy. He just does bad thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so... so you know, and and again, we talked about it earlier. But whenever I get to put on a character voice or a, an accent like that, and I, I feel like I'm pretty good at it, that whole listening and repeating thing, um, it feels like I'm acting. You know, it feels like I'm not being Matt Rudd anymore. I'm I'm I can be Russian bad guy or Russian good guy or you know Australian bad guy, whatever. Um, that that always feels fun for me. Hmm. So hmm. so let, let's do that. Let's do Interesting that. to hear you refer to yourself as Matt Rudd, which is yeah. only eight hmm. letters and two words. But everybody yeah. else has to refer to you as Matthew David Rudd. There's well, you know, many I, many places you could expand and contract your name in so many yeah. ways. Yeah, I, I I won't go into the story because it's not it's not quite uh, PG thirteen. But I had an experience when I can when, bleep uh, it. <laughs> well, I'm old enough to to have been around when like the internet was first available to mm-hmm. the masses. You know, with the America Online at the and, dawn and, of the internet. And and I did what everybody in the did. last you century. Know, I, I, I was, I was, I don't know, 10, 11, 12 at the time. I did whatever anyone would do. And I searched my name when, when the internet was available to me. I, and I the still first, do that. Yeah. Uh, and the first thing that popped up was this big flashing letters of Matt Rudd is, is blank. And I'll blank out what the thing, is. it wasn't me, but it was my first experience understanding that there are a lot of Matt Rudds in the world. Matt is a very popular name. Wait a second. What is the Matt Rudd that you're referring to? I'm going to. I'm gonna Google this now. Well, if I just put again, Matt Rudd, this is like 25 years ago. I don't know that it's. Still oh, there's an author named Matt Rudd. It doesn't look a thing like you. But you'll see yeah. what I'm talking about. There's a lot of Matt Rudds out in the world. Um, well, how is Rudd that is, not not uh, PG-13? Well, it's not I, him. It's it's, not, it's a talking. different Matt Rudd. That's maybe in uh, a certain kind of uh, film that's not maybe, shown in uh, uh, movie theaters. Is know. that what you're going this for whole, there? Is this that, is a whole lifetime. You're implying you know, that yes. Matt Rudd not even may not even be may not even it. exist anymore. Um, 
but my point being when it came to needing to have my name for credits purposes yeah uh, my my full name is much more unique than than matt rudd which are two very popular first and last names you kind of changed your name i changed my name too yeah well a similar reason i didn't change my name i just used my full name you use your full name. Well, I chopped off my last name and used my middle name as my last name. Oh, nice. Okay. So, yeah. It was, it was I was a sad literally, thing. as I was taking a shower this morning, I was literally wondering if that was your real last name. And so yeah. thank you for It is that now. Up. I had to legally change my name for my passport and international gigs and things. Uh, yeah, there was a there's a whole story about um, being uh, held in a tiny room in the Italian airport in Civicevecchia, I think, maybe. And, oh, uh, wow. Yeah, like your work con- now. See, I can. Now, oh my yeah, God, I want to hear your Italian accent. Yeah, my hey, my ta- hey, you work hey, contract. Hey, it's a, it's, a, it's a not a match uh, passport. Oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah. No, I've never been hired to do that one. Somehow, <laughs> hey, it's a Mario and Luigi hey. and the pizza. Let's That's a terrible. Yeah, no, nobody wants that. All right, now let's move on to questions from. Uh, I should just cut that out. So bad. Um, let's see. I'm gonna move on to. Instagram, 65 people have liked the fact that I will be interviewing you, but none of them have asked any questions. It's just my mom. My mom has 65 different Instagram accounts. and she Right. Yes. Big fan. Big fan. Post with every one of them. Yeah. All right. How about on on Facebook? Yeah. See, 2,000 people saw that post on Twitter. Five on Facebook. Yeah. They were all my mom. Yeah. Also your mom. All right, so that's it for questions from the fans. There was exactly uh, one. one question. Yay! So that answers that answers the question that brought us into this segment: is Does mm. Matt Rudd have any fans? Have any fans? The and the answer is one. is one. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Matt, Matt Rudd nice. has fan. Matt Rudd has Matt, fan. Matt Rudd has fan. And uh, I want to person is on Twitter. Yeah, you Matt should Rudd give that fan it. something. You should go seek yes. them out and say, hey, will, you, you get a shout out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, and now as as we uh, start to move on toward the close, uh, you know, as as with all uh, voice actors, you sign NDAs and uh, maybe you will be willing to break one. I'm hoping somebody will break this an NDA. This is the segment and called and Break the NDA. Break the N- this is the segment called Break the NDA. I need a sound effect. Bow, 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 bow. Uh, like a crashing sound or something. Yeah. Break the NDA! Nice. What are you working on now? Well, here's my list of things that I can't say. No, um, I've got a lot of cool stuff that's happening in the moment. Things that shows that are still coming out. Um, last week was the was the finale on Toonami of, of Made in Abyss, which was one of my all-time favorite shows you know not respective of whether i'm in it or not it, it was one of my favorite shows before i was ever cast in it um, do you so actually you, watch the stuff that you're in if you weren't in it would you watch the shows that one yes that mm-hmm. one i sought out um and and you know i, I tell the story all the time but um i actually i had i had been successful in my career enough at that point where i felt like i could reach out to the director who's who's a wonderful guy named kyle colby jones and i said hey I absolutely love Made in Abyss. I don't know what the future of the show is or, you know, if there's more seasons coming, but please keep me in mind if, oh, if, and, and it worked and now you're on the show. Yes. And I, and I, oh, man, I'm so grateful to be a part of it. It was a, it was a total, it was a total joy. I love the show. You know, like I said, I can't say enough good things about it, 
but the character that I got to play was was very much a Matt Rudd character and and it was the first time I've ever watched something that I've done and it caused me to tear up a little bit Aww. you know and and so Eddie that's sensitive cool, too ladies yeah I mean that's a that's a cool experience <laughs> um so that that just finished airing um if you haven't seen that I'm sure it's available um you know elsewhere Tsunami yeah Tsunami it, it was on Tsunami on on you know broadcast television but it's also on High Dive the streaming service um another really cool show that is currently airing is Blue Lock um getting mm-hmm. very popular right now I play a I play a total jerk named Baro um and he is he is a ty- he is definitely a part of my personality that is funny to to show in front of everyone um, he, he's a total jerk and total, total egotist. Um, and it's super fun to play. Sounds Very like nice. a, sounds like a 30 year old smoker in like a high school soccer team. You know, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. As um, do. what else is happening? I know I've got, I've got several season twos coming out this year that I, that I know the fans are really excited about. Um, season two of Jujutsu Kaisen is coming out mm-hmm. uh, this yeah. summer. There'll be a big push season on two that. of, uh, season two of Tower of God is coming out shortly as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, two very, you know, again, super lucky to be on these popular shows, but two very popular shows that I'm so excited to explore those characters further. Fantastic. Um, and yeah, where can, think, where can the fans find you? Like at or what cons are you going to be doing in the coming months? Oh, so those I cannot tell you. I do have, I do what? have a couple of cons. Uh, it's, it's interesting situation where I have a couple of cons that are coming up shortly, but they have not yet announced to me. So I, yo, I get yet. that. There's a bunch like that. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot they, yet they, talk about it. You don't want to steal uh, their thunder. Yeah. Suffice to say that if you live in the Dallas Fort Worth area, I will be doing some shows coming up soon and, uh, you know, elsewhere around the country as well. All right, very, very good. And where can people find you online? What's your what what is your most preferred platform? Um, I think I'm more active on Twitter these days than anything else. Um, Me too. So Twitter, I'm I'm Voice of Rudd. Man, if if anyone listening is on Twitter, if they could just add one more letter to the available uh, amount of letters for the username, I could be Matthew you, David Rudd you could on be all your my whole, accounts. Yeah. But, but no, there's like, there's just one letter they yeah. won't let me do. Voice of so Rudd is catchy. Uh, Voice of Rudd on Twitter. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'll, am... have, I'll have the actual links in the show notes. So just swipe up on your phone and, and click that. Oh, but nice. Twitter is where you like to interact with the fans. Yeah, but I'm on, I'm on Instagram all the time too, okay. at Matthew David Rudd. And, and TikTok, I'm, I'm enjoying, you know, as a, as a new uh, venture out into ah, the social media you're on media the TikTok. World. I have to tell you, I've seen the most growth over the last year on TikTok out of all my platforms, and I post the least there because you know it's only certain kinds of video, vertical <laughs> video content of a certain length are, are going yeah, to work. Yeah. So I post the least, but the most reach. So yeah, it's probably yeah. a smart thing. Hey well, man, very cool. let's, uh, let's set a record for you. Let's post the sexy audio talk, uh, yeah. or tech talk, but sexy. It, yeah, uh, and on, see if on that one TikTok. fan likes it. Yeah, see if my one <laughs> fan just gives you a lot of views. <laughs> All right, it's a deal. Cool, and we'll we'll uh, we'll circle back on that next time I see you at a convention, <laughs> okay. which I hope yeah, we'll yeah, do yeah. soon, buddy. For sure. All right. For sure. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I, I loved meeting you a couple of weeks ago, and I'm I'm glad we're getting a chance to hang out again. Definitely, me too. Thanks for listening. I've got a question for you. Have you ever thought about getting into voice acting yourself? If so, check out my free intro to voice acting class at voiceoverchampions.com.
and become a voiceover champion.